0: Welcome to the Ashley and Grace Podcast Show. We're two moms with kids that have special needs. We're sharing our journey because we want you to know you are not alone. Let's get to it. Welcome to the Ashley and Grace podcast show, Kayleon. I'm so excited for my guest to get to meet you.
1: Oh, thank you. I'm, I'm so glad to be here.
0: <laughs> awesome. So go ahead and share your name again, first and last name, in case people want to find you on social media, and then tell us about what you do.
1: Okay. Um, my name is Kayleon Dorch Elliott. Um, I'm on social media at BGNP. Um, I'm the founder of By Grace Not Perfection, um, LLC, which is a platform that I use to motivate and encourage women um, through writing, um, speaking, and selling inspirational resources.
0: Wow. Awesome. Now, how did you start doing that?
1: Well, um, (laughs) I've been blogging for about nine years, um, and I had started a, a faith blog, and I it kind of transitioned from there. Um, just wanted to find other ways to encourage people. So I um, started looking into publishing and, and things like that. So it transitioned from a blog that I had since like the end of middle school. Wow. Okay. <laughs> to, um, I'm now 21. Uh, so transitioning into you know, writing books and I, you know, started a a podcast and am doing uh, different speaking uh, engagements and things to encourage people. So it it just started from that, my passion for writing, speaking and just helping people and it just transitioned from there. Awesome.
0: Okay, Mm -hmm. so let's jump ahead and you tell us about your journey into motherhood.
1: Of course. Yeah. Um, so I went into labor 11 weeks early. Um, my daughter was born at, at 29 weeks Mm -hmm. and it was, I I like to describe it this way. Um, (laughs) Mm -hmm. there's a, there's a phrase, you know, kids, kids don't come with instructions Mm -hmm. and which is very true. Mm -hmm. Um, but, I, I like to see when when you have a, a baby prematurely and you enter um, into the world of the NICU mom, um, it's as if you go to your front door, you open the door, and there's just a bunch of parts <laughs> at your doorstep. <laughs> mm. And not only are there no instructions, but there's no box. So usually you at least have a visual going into parenthood um just in general you have a visual of what it could potentially look like right of course you know it's not going to be you know cookie cutter but you at least have somewhat somewhat of a visual aid um so they may not come with instructions but you kind of have an idea but when you have a baby prematurely you don't have instructions nor do you have a box so Mm -hmm. you have no visual aid of what to expect you don't even know what you're working with to be honest (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. yeah you're
1: just kind of thrown into this new world um and so that's that's how my husband and I felt you know um with our daughter's admission into uh the NICU and so um
0: yeah uh, go ahead so let me ask you this let me back up a Mm -hmm. little bit okay Okay, so you had a healthy pregnancy or did you have complications at all
1: no complications whatsoever I had the best pregnancy <laughs> you, mm. you can think of um I was following you know everything by the book with what I need to eat and the vitamins that I need to take um doing everything what you would say you know is right um I had a low risk pregnancy I was not high risk didn't have any complications and um, if you look at my medical records, it says unknown onset of labor, which I found that majority, um, although not all of them are, there are a lot of, of cases with preterm labor um, that there is no no cause for. Hmm. Um, and so, you know, of course, people have asked. You know, ha- has anybody said why she was born prematurely, or was there something that you did, um, which is a very common misconception? yeah um, Because you know, most of the time, is it's it's not something that you could have prevented, um, or that you even played a role in. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah, I had I had a low risk pregnancy, very good pregnancy, no complications, and um, she just decided to come early.
0: Okay. <laughs> And, and yeah, that's and so it's like not being prepared and this just yes. wham hit you. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So we, she was admitted into the NICU, um, you know, which of course it was, it was definitely a, a culture shock, I guess you could say, based off of what you're normally you normally have in your head about it. Mm-hmm. Um. So I hadn't taken my my labor and birth class yet. I, we hadn't had our um our maternity shoot it was scheduled for that next week after mm. she ended up being born mm. um and you know you you don't have the initial skin to skin contact because they have to immediately be placed under a warmer
0: mm-hmm.
1: um so you, you know it was definitely a shock of like this is not what I expected um and so not having um prenatal courses that talked about what to expect after you go into preterm labor. Um, That's why it was so unfamiliar um, to us, because they tell you about, you know, the warning signs that you're going into preterm labor um, and how to prevent it. But after that, you're basically on your own.
0: (laughs) Share, Share that experience with me a little bit. So you go into labor, were you at home or were you out and about? How did I
1: was at yeah I was I was home.
0: Okay, and your water mm-hmm. broke or yeah. Okay, and what did yeah, you? It, what were you it, thinking it, right away?
1: <laughs> honestly, it wasn't what I expected as far as you know your water breaking and contractions. I just really thought I was cramping really bad. Like mm-hmm. I, I really didn't even think, oh my water just broke. You know, um, I'm going into labor. And because it was so soon, that wasn't even on my mind. Right, right. (laughs) You know, so it wasn't until, you know, I I got there and it was like, okay, you know, she's, you're probably going to meet her today. You know, it ended up being, you know, a few days after after that, that she was born. And
0: this was this Um, year or last year or? Yeah, this
1: was, um. This was this year. Okay.
0: Mm -hmm. Awesome. And, you know, I was really intrigued by your story because I have a similar, very, very, very similar story. I have um, three natural births. And the first baby I had, I was about your age. Okay. And (laughs) to give you a little backdrop, that was 27 years ago. Wow. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So I went into labor at 28 weeks with him. Okay and I was out and about. And I actually went to the hospital and I was actually out of state. And I was, yeah, I was out of state and I Um, ended up- I would've
1: been so anxious.
0: Right. And it, that's why I'm listening to you when you were talking about like the pieces at your door. I can totally yeah. relate. And I'm sure it's a lot of our listeners that had that early pregnancy that can really, you know, understand what you're saying. And you, you, yeah. you're you, faced all of a sudden with something like, oh, gosh, first of all, you don't know what to expect anyway. You're just listening to what everyone yep. else is saying. And then you get this and this is like totally different from exactly. everything. So. Exactly. I understand, and I totally feel you that way. And then he he weighed two pounds, eight ounces. So okay. he was in the Nikki for quite a bit of time, um, really okay. quick. And I'll share more about mine. I want to hear more about yours, your story. Uh-huh. But I wanted to tell you I'm just connecting with you all the way. So I just want to oh, yeah. well, let you know that because you don't yeah. meet a lot of people. That, I mean, you know, we talk to a lot of people. One out of 30 might get what you're talking about you know like yeah, really really well and
1: I realized that a lot of people have either had babies that were premature were born premature themselves
0: mm-hmm. or they know
1: someone but it's just not talked about
0: <laughs> right right yeah. a lot of people don't talk yeah. about it
1: so my daughter spent 43 days in the NICU Ooh, okay. um, she okay. came out breathing on her own she had no complications awesome. at all while she was in there um you know all she had to work on was just feeding and um you know growing um yeah yeah so she didn't have to have any surgeries or anything like that so we were definitely grateful Mm -hmm. um we were definitely grateful for that but it was still definitely traumatic oh yes yes (laughs) Um, I mean like think
0: about it we expect to go home with our babies you know we expect that yeah yeah you know and when that doesn't happen it's like it feels like they're there, but if it feels like a loss when you, you know, like exactly. I lost that moment, I lost that that little thing you get exactly. of bringing my baby home that day, you know. Exactly. So I Exactly. And, and
1: as a first-time mom, you know, that's that's mm. very special. So you know, it's just it, it was very very interesting entrance um, into motherhood. But of course, um, you know, we were just glad that she was healthy. Yes. Um, but you know, looking back she received exceptional care. That's what I want
0: to hear about. <laughs> I yeah, haven't heard received, not one bad story about the in, the NICU unit. Not at all. So I definitely want to hear She <laughs> received
1: exceptional care um, while she was in the NICU. But my concern looking back was that, you know, of course focus on the baby and their health, mm-hmm. but there was a lack of support for parents
0: mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm.
1: while we were in the NICU. And, um, psychological services were not offered. Um, you know, of course you could find a lactation specialist. You just turn around and there's like 10, um, lactation specialists and, and even chaplains. Hmm. But in terms of psychological support, um, we weren't offered anything, Um, and it was, it was a lot bearing on us, especially with my husband working and then having to pay for parking and, and meals and things like that. Um, and just the trauma of going home every day without your baby and not knowing, you know, what's, what could go wrong, what's going to happen. And like people, you know, the nurses and everything like, you know, she's always doing great. They called her the boring baby. Mm. (laughs) Cause she didn't have all that <laughs> they, everything they else. Call that, her, <laughs> no, they yeah. called her the born baby. They were like, which is good. Cause, yeah, you know, we we never have to worry about her. She just ain't here, you know, just chilling. Yeah. Um, but it there was no, it's, like it was still as if. 'Cause I remember one of the nurses was like, you know, of course she's she's the born baby, she you know, everything's going well. But they were like, But anything can change at any moment. Yes. And while, you know, we have already you know, I've thought about that reality, but to be reminded of that it's like going home, I'm not gonna wanna go
0: right, home. Right. Right. If
1: you just reminded me, you know, that anything could go left at any moment. Yeah. Um But in terms of of psychological support, there wasn't a lot of that. Um, So there were things that we are have just finished processing and are still processing now Mm. from from when she was in the NICU because we didn't have time because you're just trying to survive.
0: Right. (laughs) No, I get you. I get you. And I'm telling you, any mom out here that's gone through that, they totally get you. I've talked to several different moms and you touched on some of the main points. Parking. Eating, yes. you know, yes. the shift. Um, for me, it, you know, I had to. I was lucky to have people, family, to help me. I think about. I was thinking about people who did not have help and probably had mm-hmm. kids at home. Like, what do they do? You know, exactly. like emotionally, exactly. how yeah. hard they may may be. So yeah. I totally understand. So, art, do you have something in the works to possibly help with that? And I, I think I wonder, is it, um like that in other areas as well like it, it doesn't I, depend on the areas that we are in
1: yeah I think it, it definitely does depend on the areas um that you're in I hosted uh some NICU moms NICU dads and even um two NICU nurses on my podcast back in September
0: mm-hmm.
1: um for for NICU awareness month and um they all said the same thing, exceptional care for the baby. Mm-hmm. Yes. But in terms of feeling ready and Emotional. feeling informed and educated, um and supported mentally, um, no, that wasn't there. Yeah. Um, and so it it definitely depends on, on your location. Um, but I started out, you know, just wanting to bring awareness. So mm-hmm. that's that's why I had, you know, the NICU families, you know, to come on um, I podcast to talk about it and bring awareness. Um, but since then I am in the process of, um, delivering a Ted talk, which offers, um, shares my story, but also offers, um, solutions for healthcare providers, um, NICU families, and also anyone who desires to help. Um,
0: That sounds amazing. (laughs) Now give me a little bit of what one, like, uh, Just a little peep into what would be one of your solutions, suggestions.
1: Okay. Yeah, one of my solutions um, that I'm offering specifically for, um, well, I can give you two, actually. Uh, For the healthcare providers, I'm offering the solution of implementing a a new curriculum uh, in terms of, like, prenatal education. Okay. So offering a course that talks about, what to expect after you go into preterm labor, projected costs, what the NICU is, um, you know, and other things like that so that it's, it's available. Not everyone has to take advantage of it, but at least it's there while you're, you know, before you actually give birth, um, you would have been familiar with, okay, I know what a NICU is, yes. I know, you know, so. Um,
0: what you might experience, what you exactly, could experience.
1: Okay. Exactly, exactly. So implementing a course um, in the prenatal curriculum Mm -hmm. um, is is one of my solutions. And another solution specifically for NICU family advisory board directors is to offer an introductory session um, for all newly admitted NICU families Mm -hmm. and go through what the NICU offers, because it depends on your location, Mm -hmm. what your NICU offers access to free psychological services um and also i um in addition to you know regular education on projected timelines for any shots or tests that are specific to premature babies um offering that so so you know a general timeline even if it's not you know to the t you know, okay, they're going to need to be tested for this, or they're going to have to have this shot that's specific to, you know, premature babies. Right. Um, and I even, um, am offering like having a panel of, uh, the NICU, you know, members of the team in the NICU and also of NICU grad families, Mm -hmm. um, so that they can kind of give you, a perspective of how it was for them and um just offer that that support and also if a discharge date has been agreed upon um because the NICU is so uncertain so you're, you're never really sure but mm-hmm. if you have agreed on a discharge date set up the family with a discharge specialist who walks mm. them through the discharge process, and that follows up with them at least once or twice in a two-month period post discharge. Right. Um, which I know that's very specific, but um, I wanted to make sure it would. It there were things that were very specific that you could carry out, um, and I know for my husband and I, we were rushed through the discharge process. Mm-hmm. Um, we, you know, didn't feel you know that we were educated enough in in terms of you know what to expect going home and things like that. So. Those are just a few of the things that I offer, um, you know, in, in my, in my idea. That is
0: amazing. Mm -hmm. It's so necessary. And and as I look back, because I told you I had three and all three of my kids came through the Nikki unit. I actually, the first one I had at 20, each time I got pregnant, I went into labor at 28 weeks. So, yeah, so So, I know, but I found that on the last one, I ended up getting a stitch, which is when they stitch you up because my mom told me that, well, I was high risk after the second one. I was actually, I went into labor at 28 weeks, but we were able to put me on bed rest. And as long as I didn't move, so I, I, I held him a lot longer. I think I made it to 35 or 36 weeks with him. Okay. But then the third one, I ended up having the stitch. But my mom and I had a conversation and she lost her first two and she had an incompetent cervix. So the stitch was necessary. So I always say, you know, if you can, I know everyone can't, to kind of go back and see and do a little homework if they can and talk Mm -hmm. to mom. Because usually our body sometimes, sometimes. Mimic, but it's good to just talk about it because you might learn something that you didn't know that you can probably be aware okay. of. So I learned after that time that I was high risk. So okay, um, but Got you. I feel like everything you said was so important because it is exactly how I felt. I felt rushed. Um, wow. Okay. I think that's gonna be gonna really help some some people.
1: Uh, I'm really hoping so. I'm, tr- I'm trying to do as much as I can because even though it's a traumatic experience and there are definitely emotions that are associated with it, I'm trying to use the experience as a platform to now advocate for other families definitely. and make sure that, you know, things are, are made easier for them. And specifically, um, as part of my business, um, I had created a 45-day keepsake journal mm-hmm. Um F- for NICU moms, and it includes uh, practical self-care tips that you can implement while in the NICU. Um, there are encouraging notes from me, um, journaling prompts to work through any mm. you know feelings or emotions, um, and also space for parents, nurses, friends, and family members to write love notes to to the little one.
0: Oh, that is beautiful. Um,
1: yeah, and so I I've had the pleasure of um working with different organizations mm-hmm. and even you know individuals um, that have included them in their care packages um, and and things like that for support groups and um, it's just really been a blessing to see um, just just to make a difference even if it's something small mm-hmm. and of course you know a, a journal can't replace psychological services but any way that I can help, Um, I want to, and I found that it was hard for me to, um, you know, balance everything plus try to prioritize (laughs) self-care.
0: No, yeah, no, you hit Um, it on the head,
1: you know, and and find encouragement. So I, 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 created this journal as a way to just encourage and, and motivate, um, any moms that are, that are going through the NICU. So those are just ways that I have, um, gone about advocating and bringing a solution
0: i believe that is amazing because that is exactly how i got through i have stacks and stacks of journal journals because you know you're in there it's quiet and the skin the skin contact is good if when you can and it's it's just a good time to be one and journaling saved me so you're hitting it right on the head right wow. on the head. Okay. Yeah. I have all my journals and, um, yeah, I feel like I'm just going to save them for the kiddos. And if they ever want to know what it was, what I was yes. going through when, yes. when they were yeah. born and one day I'm hoping they'll probably be as old as me when they read them, but I plan on passing yeah. them down. And I think that is an awesome idea. I love everything you're doing. I can't wait to share, all your social media and how people can get these in their hands and possibly buy some for someone that they know that is going through it either themselves or someone they know that is experiencing this. I think it is a great care gift to have that journal. Excellent, excellent, yeah. excellent. I love it. Well, That's, thank you so much. What's your baby girl's that. name?
1: Her name is Aria
0: Ariya, beautiful, beautiful. Mm-hmm. And how is she doing now?
1: She's doing amazing. She's uh, I just love her so much. I'm so obsessed with her. But <laughs> no, you should. <laughs> she, she
0: is the
1: sweetest. She is the sweetest little girl. She she hasn't had any complications since she's been um, since she's been home. All her doctor visits have been great, um, and so she's she's just doing so good and growing so fast. Um, she will be seven months mm. um, <laughs> on on December ninth. Um, so I'm just it's just really a blessing having her home and she's, you know, she's g- coming into her little personality already. Um, but, but she's doing so good.
0: Awesome. 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 Mm-hmm. And how's your husband doing? Cause usually the men have a hard time with it. How <laughs> did he, how how did he do? <laughs>
1: <laughs> While she was in the NICU? Yes. It was, it was definitely rough. Yeah. The way he describes it, he always talks about how he, he felt, helpless
0: yes, yeah, because
1: you know, especially as a father, mm-hmm. you know you're in fix it mode mm-hmm. All, mm-hmm. all the time. and the NICU is one thing where you can't apply that fix it right like you are absolutely out of control, yeah, like you have you have no control over the situation. um, and so that was the hardest thing for him. Um so when he describes you know, his experience while she was in there was helpless. F- just helpless, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I love the amazing work you guys are doing. And I am looking forward to people learning more about everything you're doing and that manual getting into the hands of people because I agree with you. My experience was great as far as the care for Mm -hmm. my children. But as I look back, I do believe it could have been a lot more emotional support for everyone. Um, but it's been great talking to you. Can you please yeah. tell them where, to find you again on social media? And I will of still course. post it when I make a post about it. But I want them to hear from you, your um, hashtag, your tags, and where they can find okay.
1: you at. Yeah, of course. I'm on social media at BGNP LLC. And my website is www.bygracenp.com.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on the Ashley and Grace podcast show.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I enjoy the discussion.